When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, TFA fam, what is going on? It is so good to be back in the saddle, back on the mic with you all, with my guy, Mr. Sir Knight of Nightingale, Thomas Gore. I don't know what that was. Tom, Tom is with me. It's prop talk. We were gone for too long. I was like, you know what? Still don't have a lot of props out yet, but we could talk about some 2022 NFL win totals. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go through division by division, talk about these win totals, give you our favorite picks out of each of them. And then, hey, maybe when, when you win you, win you somebody. Thomas, my buddy, my friend, pal, excited man. How are you? Hey, buddy. It's good to see you. Uh, you know, just it's, it's kind of been this fantastic like time for new TV shows too. So that's been fun. Peaky blinders, the boys, you know, I'm just excited to be all around. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just excited. I'm going to have a hero gasm tonight. Just like the, the boys show tonight. That's, that's a thing. Check it out and look it up on the internet. Cody. I, I won't do that. Just go, uh, go incognito, just go incognito. Uh, but no, I'm excited to talk some football, man, because that's basically what we have right now. We have TV shows. We have stuff coming out. We don't have football. We don't have that. So let, let's get into some nitty gritty with some football, baby. Let's do it, man. Let's you know. Let's start off with the Super Bowl winning Los Angeles Rams. Let's start off with the NFC West. We have the car, and we're doing uh, all these lines are from DraftKings, by the way. Cardinals at eight and a half. Rams at ten and a half. Seattle at five and a half, and San Fran at. 10. Thomas, what do you like here out of the NFC West? You're making me start with an under. I'm going to go under 10 for San Francisco. That's at minus 120. The over is 100. It's a big number for a team likely starting a rookie quarterback. They're also tied for the fifth hardest schedule in the league this season. They didn't really do a whole lot to improve because they didn't have a lot of draft picks. They didn't have you know a lot of cap space. They lost Mike McDaniel, so we'll see how they replace him. I like the 49ers as a team. But in order to lose this bet because of the number it's at, they have to get to 11 wins in a division with the Rams and the Cardinals with the fifth toughest schedule in the league with a rookie quarterback. And that's all it comes down to for me. I just think it's a value play with that with that under being so high. Okay. Okay. I like that. This, is, this might be – actually, no, this absolutely is – the first time we've ever opened up with unders. This is TFA Prop Talk. This is the Overlord show. I'm also going under. Oh. And this is where I thought you were going. I'm going under with the Seattle Seahawks at five and a half. That is the Russell Wilson-less Seattle Seahawks. Look at a team that got to seven wins last year, again, with Russ. They also lost Bobby Wagner and DJ Reed. They... And this is, this is so frustrating. 
as a as a Russell Wilson stand. They finally made some offensive line additions <laughs> after Russ left, but it's either going to be Geno Smith or Drew Locke behind that line. You know what I mean? Like I just don't have a lot of high hopes with this team. You look at that schedule, and it's really hard to like look at it and be like, oh, okay, no, they they can definitely win this, 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 and this. So I just think with that that defense being weaker. Obviously, the offense is, is weak now as well. Uh, I'm taking the under here at five and a half. And I, I think this team could be in the running for like a top three to five pick come next year. I think that's their goal. Uh, their, their goal is to get one of those top two quarterbacks, which is what the trade for, you know, when they traded Russ, that's what that set up was. And they wanted to be bad this year so they can get one of those top two quarterbacks, maybe top three quarterbacks. Uh, in the draft next year and, and go from there and, and build some depth. So I, I think that's right on. I don't think they're going to be very good. I think that's by design. All the smoke with uh, Baker Mayfield and maybe extending Baker Mayfield in a trade. I, why? Why? Why are you going to do that? I mean, because Pete Cleveland just Pete Carroll. Yeah, if Cleveland's giving him away, maybe. But if they're in it for the uh, you know just for the rebuild then there's no way that they should do that because Baker could mistakenly win you two more games than those other two guys that you just got. Um, so, yeah, we're going to stick with the West, and I'm AFC West, which is just the juggernaut division. They just made so many additions. It's it's an arms race. It's, you know, it, it was insane to watch. It was really fun to yeah. watch. Uh, Code, you want to give us the numbers for that division there? After you take a drink, I'm sorry. No, no problem. Like, like waiting on you. It's just... fine. Just an absolute gauntlet. Uh, KC at 10.5, Denver at 10, the Chargers at 10, and then the Raiders at 8.5. And, and the Raiders obviously made some additions as well. So just going to be like a really, really fun division to, to watch over the course of the season. The, the team that I like here is the Chargers and the over, going over 10 here. They had nine wins last year. They go out and they take another first-round offensive lineman to help protect franchise quarterback Justin Herbert. And then on the defensive side, they go out and get Khalil Mack and J.C. Jack. I literally forgot about the J.C. Jackson edition. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> J.C. Jackson to go with that disgusting secondary as well. It's going to be the second year under Staley. This, to me, is, is the team to watch. And I, I just love what they've been doing over the past two years. So the Chargers and the over 10. You know, I thought about them too. I really like that that bet a lot. Uh, Chargers under. I'd like to see the uh, the why for that. Just because it's a high number, I'm, I'm guessing, in a, in a tough division. But I don't know. Um, I'm going to go with the Raiders over eight and a half. That's at minus one twenty. So just two words: Devontae Adams. All right, back to you, Code. Nah, that's it. That's it. I like what they've done this offseason. Yeah, between trading for Adams, adding Josh McDaniels, they had a really, really, really solid offseason coming off 10 win season last year, which is crazy to me, too, because it, yeah, <laughs> you're like, wait, they won 10 games. They were just winning games. That's just what that team did last year. Uh, they went they split in the division. They went three and three. Now, granted, the Chargers and Broncos are vastly improved from where they were. Um, but they always seem to split that division just eats themselves. You know what I mean? Except for Casey, the last couple of years where they just kind of been the dominant team there. Um, they, they do have a tougher schedule. It's tied for the seventh toughest schedule in the league, but yeah. they're also no pushover. A lot of that is because the chargers and Broncos are much better than they were, but 
we're forgetting about the defense too. The defense got a lot better. They traded for Chandler Jones and Rocky Sin. So that that AFC West is just going to be a, yeah. a powerhouse. So I'll take that eight and a half there. Um, I really like that number because it's on the lower side. And honestly, as far as the AFC West, like head-to-head games, I might take the over in every single divisional game this year, just just for fun. I don't, I don't know because they're going to be scoring some points. Yeah, this is such a such a fun division to to watch for sure. And that that was one that I I looked at as well because like that eight and a half just seems like a little too low. Like nine and eight, like I think that's really doable for for the Raiders. So. Let's go ahead and keep this moving. Like I said, we're going to try and get through every division, every team. Uh, let's go ahead and head over to let, – let's let's go to your neck of the woods, Thomas. Let's go over to the NFC East. We have Philly at 9.5, the Giants at 7, Dallas at 10, and Washington at 8. Are you so taking yeah, the I, over I, on your birds? I, I'm taking the over on the birds. Did you take the over on the birds? I did. All right, I'll I'll, t- I'll talk first, I guess. Then age before beauty. Um, well, no, age and beauty before it's my team. Whatever the fuck. We're talking about. So anyway, this time last year, I was ready to jump off a damn cliff and drag Howie over the edge with me. I thought Sir, the hiring of Sirianni was just a, a puppet hire. He was going to get fired, etc. Didn't think Jalen Hurts was going to turn out. Appears I was slightly wrong. Um, Howie has totally redeemed himself. Uh, I love this over at nine and a half. The, the Eagles only play six teams that made the playoffs last season much better than they were last year. Like last season, that was part of the reasons I hated the team was that the roster was just weak. And granted, they won a lot of those games last year because they had a cake schedule at the end of the season. But this year, they do not have a tough schedule. Overall, they have the third easiest schedule in the league. Again, Hertz goes into year two. They get A.J. Brown as the alpha. Bumps Devonta Smith down to the, you know, the two. Quez goes into the slot. They still have Dallas Goddard. Uh, the defense is improved, too. Uh, you go out, you get Hassan Reddick, uh, Jordan Davis. Uh, the coaching staff seems to have gotten their shit together. Uh, I mean, just nine and a half in the NFC East used to be kind of crazy. But I really like it for them, especially with that 17th game added. You know what I mean? So I think that's something people have to kind of it still takes a second for everybody to be like, Ooh, nine and a half. That's a, that's a big number because we're only in year two of it. So kind of keep that in mind with the over-unders when you're, when you're going there. But I, I, I think this is a slam dunk. And if they, they hit that under, then, I mean, as an Eagles fan, you know, Jalen Hurts is gone. So we'll see what, what happens there. So win-win for, for Tommy. Yeah. Well, no, not even if they don't have to get a quarterback, then, then that's fine. I, I want the kid to succeed. They put the, they, if he fails, then it's his own fault. I, I don't, there's no other way to put it. This is what you do for young quarterbacks. You put weapons around them. They still have a top like three offensive line in the league. Uh, and that's, that's what you do. So we'll see what they do with the offensive design. I don't think it's going to be as run heavy, but we'll see. Excited to see how it happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just remember last year, like, what was their total sin at? Like six and a half or something. It was pretty low. And I was like, I kind of like the over. He was like, no, no, absolutely not. Oh. Nope. It was under, like seven under. and a half. Yeah. It was, it was like six and a half or seven. And I just hated it. And I'm just yeah. like, no. And early on in the season, I'm just strutting around like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. 
Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the Reddick addition of the defense, and also James Bradbury and Kaiser White too at, at linebacker. I think is a uh, a pretty under the radar addition for them that I think will will do well because I think Kaiser White can be that that coverage yeah. linebacker as well. I played what safety I think at, at WVU. So I, I I really like what they've done. Um, don't don't have a lot to add. You talked about the division, how it's weak. Um, you know, a lot of that's going to come down to, you know, you talk about the offensive line. I feel like we've been saying this for four years in a row, but as long as that offensive line can stay healthy, yeah. I, feel, <laughs> I feel like we, like we've always had that caveat and they like, they keep just running out the, the same group of guys. Yeah. But as long as they can stay healthy, the additions on that offense, you have Miles Sanders coming back healthy again. And when they decided to actually use him, he performed well. So I, I really like Philly over, over the nine and a half. Yeah, and the one I didn't talk about was Nicobe Dean. Uh, I mean, they actually have linebackers yeah. now. That's <laughs> that's an interesting development. So we'll see how it works. Moving over to the AFC East, we have the Jets at five and a half, Buffalo at eleven and a half, Miami at nine, and New England at eight and a half. I'll be honest, this one was like the the hardest division for me to to really nail down and like get like get my feelings about it. Um, so I'm curious to see, Tom, what you have for the AFC East. So I have the Jets over five and a half. It's at minus 165, so Vegas thinks that's loaded a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if that goes up to six. Their schedule's right in the middle as far as strength of schedule on paper, but I expect them to be a much better team than they were last year. They had four wins last year. I expect improvement of at least two games. Zach Wilson, year two. Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall added on the offense just in the draft sauce Gardner and Jermaine Johnson added on the defensive side of the ball. They killed the draft this year. They, they had the best draft I've seen in a long time free agency. They added CJ Uzoma who uh, Robbie's probably going to make fun of me because I enjoy, you know, saying names wrong. Ty Conklin and tight end, not the best, but you know what? It's an upgrade and they're serviceable. They improved the offensive lineman or the offensive line. They got Lakin Tomlinson as well. Year two of Soleil is the head coach. There is going to help a lot. Overall, I just I love what they did the offseason. It's sitting at 160 minus 165. I wouldn't be shocked if it moves, like I said. And I can't believe I just took the goddamn Jets. Yeah, I, I looked at that Jets. one. I looked at that one too, but I was like, man, five and a half, like should be able to hit it, but there's still just like a lot of moving pieces. You know what I mean? That you know, still have to see what Zach Wilson can do if he can improve because he, he looked okay at times and he looked lost at times, which I mean to be expected, you know, from from a from a rookie quarterback. But the one that I went with that I just feel best about is Buffalo over the eleven and a half. Even though this division is improving, I still think there's some question marks. Like Miami at nine is like like I, I don't feel great about that because I don't think they get to like eleven. You know what I mean? So right. if you're taking the over, like you're looking at ten, but like the under, you know what I mean? Like I felt like that was thin. New England at eight and a half, like it's just so hard to go against Bill Belichick. I mean, they still won seven games with Cam Newton two years ago. You know what I mean? Like in, in a in a worse situation. I don't. I definitely. I don't think they get to the ten that they had last year. I think that was a bit of a surprise. So I think they come down a little bit. And obviously that, you know, is, is bared out here at the eight and a half. But just with Buffalo, you know, we, you want to talk about some of these juggernaut teams just adding to it. Vaughn Miller, Daquan Jones, they snagged another uh, corner in the first to pair with Trey White. They added Saffold to the offensive line who, you know, not what he once was, but still an upgrade at that spot. So 
12 and 5, 13 and 4, I definitely think is in the range of possibilities for Buffalo. Yeah, I, I'm never going to bet against Buffalo. You look at that number, the only thing that, that scares you up or scares you off is just it's such a big number. But at the same time, for them, is is a 14 win season, like 14 and 3, like that's that's almost expected at this point, right? Unless unless something crazy happens, then you're screwed. But the only thing crazy that could happen to make them probably win less than 11 games is an injury to he who shall not be named because I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, let's head over to what's the, you know what? Let's uh let, let's let's talk. You know, went to your neck of the woods. Go to my well, I guess used to be neck of the woods. Let's head over to the AFC North. We have Pittsburgh at seven and a half, Baltimore at nine and a half, Cincinnati at ten, and with the looming Deshaun Watson suspension, there is no line currently offered on. Uh, Cleveland. Although I, I was doing uh, Super Bowl odds for for another site that I write for, and a lot of these books have Cleveland like in like the top like ten to twelve, like right around like plus twenty two hundred for the Super Bowl. Which I mean, I guess like maybe you try and like goat some people into you know into placing that bet. I guess, but like I, I just I, I just don't understand. Having... Honestly, I I I think they're trying to keep people from taking them so it's they don't want to put it so high where it's like obnoxious because it doesn't make sense but putting them right in the middle there without the suspension you'd kind of be a joke suckers right because they're not gonna if deshaun watson doesn't get suspended this season they're not gonna go above 10 probably 10th in the league right yeah i don't i don't think i don't think no suspension is on the table yeah yeah anyway um you you want to you want to hit your division up? Uh, hold on, real quick. Uh, trying to learn the under and over, but Jets should win five games. If I understand this, they made some solid moves. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, I I'm pretty sure you are you asking if uh, like how to understand an over under and whatnot. Yeah. So if if the if the line is set at five and a half, which is what what the Jets are set at, if they only get to five, that would be the under. So anything over five games would hit anything under, well, I guess under five and a half would, would, would hit for, hit for the under. Right. All right. You want to, you want to hit your division up or you want me to go first? I, I really don't have a lot here. I mean, I, I think the Steelers should be able to squeak out eight wins. Like I, I know that it's, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and, you know, Kenny Pickett, but they, and this is also frustrating as well as a, you know, as a Steeler fan. They wait until Ben is gone to start signing some – like, obviously, they, you know, they, they've had the good defense. They brought in Minka. But now they're adding, you know, Miles Jack. They just added Ogan Joby to the defensive line. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're <laughs> you're, you're a little too late. You, you waited too long. But the, the bet that I'm going to go with here is the Ravens over nine and a half. I know they lost Marquise Brown. That wide receiver room is not looking great. But they still have Rashad Bateman. We've seen Lamar Jackson do this before as a run-first offense. I think that's what they're going back to. They beefed up the offensive line. They obviously added to the defense in that secondary with bringing in uh, Marcus Williams, right, I think, on for at safety. Yeah. They obviously drafted the kid out of Notre Dame. Um, I, I think they, yeah. added some, they added somebody else as well. So I, I could see Cincy, you know, struggling a little bit. Like 10 seems like – right where they should be um I, I think they 
I don't want to say got lucky, but maybe played a little bit above their heads. Like, I don't think that defense is fantastic. Uh, obviously, you know, adding to the the offensive line is going to be huge for them. But it, either way, and then especially if that, you know, you know Pittsburgh is going to Pittsburgh. And then if that hammer of Goodell comes down, which seems like that is going to be the case, kind of seemed like it was, you know, maybe half the season was looking like. And now some of the reports are coming out that it could be for the full year or potentially indefinitely. So, if that happens, you know, Cleveland running out there, Jacoby Brissett, because it sure as hell isn't going to be Baker Mayfield. Um, that, that's just going to make their path a little bit easier. So, I, you know, Baltimore ending up with 10, 11 wins, I think, is definitely in the realm of possibility. So give me the over there at nine and a half. Yeah, and going back to Cincy, they have the toughest schedule in the AFC. So that's another one. They got hot at the right time, had a couple upsets in the playoffs. So we'll see if they come a back close a little bit. Too. Yeah, they are. They're a very good team. They're but they're very young too. So we'll see how they handle success and, and everything like that. I am going to go with uh, the Pittsburgh over of seven and a half. That's at plus one ten. Um, I love listening to you, like how you talk about the Steelers too. Like you hate them more than like getting taint punched after Thanksgiving dinner. It's it's you're you're gonna puke. Like I I, I just I just love it. Uh, but I, I think this bet is outstanding value. Kenny Pickett or Trubisky will likely be an improvement over Ben this year. Somehow they managed to win nine games with that dude who couldn't throw the ball more than 15 yards in the air. Their strength of schedule is like right in that like meh range. Mike Tomlin has never had less than eight wins in any season. I think he keeps that going. Uh, They're always good for splitting in that division. They've got games against the AFC East and NFC South. That should be at least four wins right there alone. I think they get to eight or nine. You know what I mean? So I, I like that over quite a bit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely don't hate it. I, I just, I, I can't, I can't speak too, too kindly of, uh, of the Steelers. The thing, I, I'm not even going to get into it because we, we, we got to keep moving here. Let's go, let's go over to the NFC North. I really wasn't sure what, what, what to make of this division either. We have the Bears at six and a half, Green Bay at 11, Minnesota at nine, and Detroit at six and a half. What do you like here out of the NFC? I'm going to go with another under here, and I'm going to go Bears under six and a half at minus 120. Um, talk about a team doing like a complete teardown. And poor Justin Fields. They did nothing to help that poor kid. The O-line got worse. The defense got worse. The wide receivers got worse. What Honestly, what did they do to improve this year? Nothing. They're doing it right as far as a rebuild, but as far as this season goes and actually developing their quarterback, it's just – it's horrible. It's criminal what they're doing to them. I do like their top two picks of Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, but starting two rookies in the secondary is going to lead to some screw-ups on the back end, and they already had issues in the secondary. I, I think I'd like Detroit to win six and a half a lot more than the Bears, too. So I'm going to go Bears under six and a half, and I think that is pretty safe. Yeah, I uh... I I'm with you on I, I if I'm going to take it over here I'd much rather take Detroit over than Chicago's um, like you said man just the absolute wrong thing to do around Justin Fields you have yeah. a brand new coaching staff which obviously isn't necessarily a negative thing with Matt Nagy being out of there but they didn't add to the offensive line James Daniels who's one of their best, better offensive linemen left he's in Pittsburgh now like got rid of a Rob. So it's Darnell Mooney, like 
I, I think for fantasy purposes, going to be fine. But, like, do you really want Darnell Mooney as your number one? You know what I mean? Then getting Velish Jones, this 38-year-old rookie, like, I, I, I don't know, man. You just you can't really look at that in too much of a positive light. Like you said, the, the secondary additions to go along with um, – the the other corners like their Emma, second year uh, corner yeah there uh, there's like second year yeah, Johnson like Jalen Johnson I think um, yes he's good he's a good player yeah who's been playing well so that obviously helps Roquan Smith in the middle of that defense as well but th- that defense is only going to be able to do uh, do so much but like but also on the other side of it to, like can you really take Detroit to win seven games like I I, I know they didn't get I couldn't out. Yeah, I, I know they didn't I get couldn't. blown out of a lot of games last year, but to to put your hard-earned American dollars for Detroit to get seven wins, just uh, and I, I also feel like that's a trendy pick too. Like I feel like that's you know what I mean that's something where the, the odds are going to shift on that because people are are going over to it, and you know obviously you know you got to like what they did in the in the draft, moving up to get Jameson Williams. And if you guys haven't seen the video of them whenever they whenever they landed him. You, oh, yeah. you gotta go watch that one. That one's uh, that was that was definitely fun to to watch and just see the reactions of when the the Saints drafted Olave instead of uh, Jameson. But anyway, I digress. It was that was reminiscent of the Vikings when the Eagles took he who also yeah. shall not be named. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you do really like what Detroit's doing. They, they're probably not quite there yet, uh, but they're getting there and they're actually doing it right. So I, when everybody, when they hired Dan Campbell, they're like, this dude's a joke. But that team plays hard for him, man. So uh, we'll see how they do. They're developing, and they're getting some good talent every single time. Appreciate all of you in the comment section. If you're new here, please hit us with that sub and that like. Really would appreciate it. Got a couple more teams to go through here. Let's let's go over to the NFC South, and I hope that uh, our guy, Walido is tuning in or about to tune in uh we have the we, we have the falcons at five the saints at eight carolina at six and then tampa bay at 11 and a half what do you have here for this division talk well you said it with Bolito. uh we got eight the under is at plus 115 and that's right Walido. i said it fuck your couch son saints under eight baby love it year one without sean payton at the helm is going to be rough. On paper, that team looks pretty good. I like Olave. I like Jarvis additions. I, I, I like those. Uh, who knows if they're going to have Michael Thomas. Uh, we don't know what product we're going to get at quarterback, which is another reason I don't like them to be great. They also, they're tied for the seventh toughest schedule in the league this year. I, I just, I don't know what we're going to get out of the quarterbacks. That's a big thing. I'm, the last time Peyton missed the season as well, uh, cause he was a super big cheater, like the second biggest cheater in the world behind Bill Belichick. Um, they won seven games. They don't have Drew Brees this time to throw for 5,177 yards. I think it was, it was a lot of yards. Um, and don't worry about the fact that the Eagles own the saints first round pick either. That doesn't impact this pick at all. And I still can't believe they had essentially traded a first, a second, and a third round pick to get Olave, by the way. It is still absolutely fucking bonkers to me. So Saints, that under at eight, I don't know if they're going to get the nine. I, I like the idea of having that push too. So if it's at seven and a half, I'm like, eh, 
but that eight, give it to me all day. I like the end of there as well for, for all the things you mentioned. And the thing that you did not mention is we're potentially looking at a six game suspension mm. for Alvin Kamara as well. So you have, yeah. you know, 38 year old uh, Mark Ingram back there. You know, I know Abram Smith is getting a little bit of buzz in the, in the dynasty community, but you can't, you can't love that a, a, as well. So I, I like the under there, but I also like the over with Tampa Bay at 11 and a half. You have a weak division, Brady's back. I know they lost some pieces on the offensive line. You know, they, they brought uh, they brought Shaq Mason in from New England to, to kind of help steady that out a little bit. Godwin potentially out for the first four or so weeks, but seventh easiest, seventh easiest schedule per sharp football. There's still plenty of talent left on that team to, to get the 12 or 13 wins. So under on the Saints, over on Tampa Bay. AFC South, we have Jacksonville at six, Indy at nine and a half, Tennessee at nine, Houston at four and a half. Tommy, what you got? I think this is the third bet I've taken where I can take a push. And that has a lot, that has a lot to do with why I'm taking some of these. If it's five and a half or six and a half, it's like, eh, but Jacksonville over six, I like the idea of that push there. They got themselves some Dougie P, baby. I mean, honestly, the upgrade. From Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson is worth at least three wins, right? I I have to think so. We could have put our children at coach, and that would have been yeah, enough. Right. Uh, I mean, we've seen what what Peterson can do with quarterbacks when he actually has time to work with them. So that's a big thing with Trevor Lawrence. So uh, if, if they get those extra three wins, like I just said, that gives them six alone, and they you know you're going to get there. Um, Lawrence coming into year two should be a big help. They have the 26th easiest schedule in the league. They're always good for a win or two against Colt and the Titans. They went crazy in free agency this year. Uh, I saw something where the, the highest spending team in free agency has won like an additional one and a half or two games over at least what they did over the past like 10 years. That's like the lowest one or something. So they probably bought themselves some wins. Uh, they've got games against Washington, the Giants, Detroit, the Jets, two against Houston. They're always good for a fluky win or two. And my favorite part about it, the bet is I can push it six. So I, I like this bet quite a bit. And I've always been very like, okay, Jacksonville, like they're, they were four and a half, I think, two years ago. And uh, Robbie and I, uh, made a bet because he was like, oh, they're going to go over. And I, I had that thing. They were like 0-13 or 0-12. And, and I'm like, come on, Robbie. I, I need some money. Come on. You're crazy. Oh, well, Lito just missed the Saints, <laughs> didn't he? Oh, no. There's no way we're getting this super chat from Walito if he actually heard the, the Saints talk. So, Walito, <laughs> appreciate you, man. Just don't don't go back. Just don't, don't go back. We only said beautiful things about the Saints. Saints to the moon, Saints over. Appreciate you always rocking with us. We are going to have some props to come once those start getting released. Like I said, uh, a lot of a lot of only rookies. I did see, I think DraftKings, either DraftKings or FanDuel, had a couple of quarterback props to come out, but not, not enough for us to do a show on it. For the AFC South, this this is my my favorite pick of the night. This is the, the the pick that I love the most out of this entire offseason so far when it comes to win totals. And that's the Colts over nine and a half. 
We have a super weak division. You know, even all the nice things you said about Jacksonville, that's still a team that's going to take a couple of years to, to really be and you know in contention and a team that like we really have to worry about. Are you, uh, I are think you Tennessee, saying they can't beat the Colts, sir? Not with Matt Ryan. <laughs> Maybe your boy Carson Wentz, not Matt Ryan. I think the I think the Titans take a step back. The Colts have the third easiest strength of schedule according to Shark Football Stats. Like I said, they bring in Matt Ryan. I don't think it's like a I I, I really don't think it's like a, a massive, massive upgrade over it Wentz. Is. I think Wentz gets shit on like a little too much. Like he's the easy like punching bag. Do, do, is he what we thought he was gonna be? No, but I still think he's an above average NFL quarterback. But regardless, I think Matt Ryan still poses at least a little bit of an upgrade. This is a team that won nine games last year, should have been 10 if it weren't for the Jags and that absolute embarrassment of a last game that kept them out of the playoffs. But then we also have to talk about adding Yannick Ngakwe and Stephon Gilmore to the defense. Huge additions. We do have to keep an eye on what happens with uh, Darius Leonard. I think he had – I can't remember what the surgery was. He did have surgery recently, and it maybe like on like his back or neck or something. Didn't sound great, but like he should be good to go for training camp. But regardless, uh, this this is one of my favorite win totals. I actually like taking Indy to win the division. You can get at slightly better odds over on FanDuel at minus 105. I think to take the over at DK at nine and a half on the win totals, like minus 140. So not 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 a massive difference there, but a little bit of swing in the money. I like them to win division. I like the over here. Indy is my favorite bet of the offseason. Yeah, and one thing you just mentioned with uh, Darius Leonard, even if he comes back a little late, their first two games are at Houston and Jacksonville, and they have Kansas City week three. That's September 25th. So he's got a little bit of time. They might just say, okay, take your time a little bit and we'll be able to manage against these two teams uh, and not rush him back, which would be the smart thing to do if he's going to be playing less at 100% early on in the season uh, because they are a very good team. That nine and a half, I, I did really like that too. But I wanted to talk about Jacksonville a little bit because I like what they've done in the offseason. I know everybody's making fun of them for how much money they're paying to Christian Kirk and everything and blowing, you know, the wide receiver market up and everything. But I hate to say it. When you spend that much money in free agency, it is proven to buy wins the following season. It just is. Not only that, but with the Christian Kirk contract specifically, like there's no way he sees that total. Like if you look at his guaranteed money, like it really isn't that. Like when you see the total money was what, like 70 million, 80 million or something. It's just like, holy shit. He just got, you know, he just got paid. But like the guaranteed money is like thirty. It's what, like twelve a year, ten a year, something like that. It's going to want to be a two-year deal if he's yeah. not good. And if he is yeah. good, then guess what? The what they just did to the wide receiver market that'll be under. <laughs> he'll he'll try and be looking for a new deal. So, I, I I like what they've done. I like Indy a lot. That division is still a bit of a mess. We'll see what Tennessee is. Um, I always Tennessee's write, always I, such a I have no idea what to think of Tennessee every year. I write I've been writing Tennessee off like the past three years and somehow, yeah. some way, like the number one seed last year, going out and smacking Kansas City in the in the middle of the year. Like I can never, I can never get them right. But I feel like if I keep it's like the Derrick Henry thing, right? Like if I keep saying that he's a terrible pick in fantasy, eventually I'm gonna be right. <laughs> and maybe that'll end up being the like 
you know, Tennessee lost some pieces on defense as well. Like, I, I don't know. That offensive line is getting older. We have our first injury to Derrick Henry. Like, he looks okay in his workout videos, but how's that foot going to hold up? So, I, I don't know. Then you have all these, you know, the Traylon Burke story with, you know, being out of shape and this asthma. And then now you're going to be led by 31-year-old Robert Woods coming off, a, you know, a late ACL tear. I don't what know. Could I, mean, I, I just I, I can't get there. What could go wrong? Tommy, did we just get through all the divisions in a half hour? Yeah, I don't know how we did it. Do we want to talk about herogasms or anything? Or what's going on with that? I will take the over on on whatever that is. Likely more. Uh, do you have you ever watched the show The Boys? The what? It's called The Boys. Have you ever watched that? No, no, I'm guessing not. It's on Amazon Prime, and it is like crazy, fucked up superhero stuff. Like, if Superman was, uh, you know, a shithead and, and wanted to kill everyone, uh, like that's kind of what it is. But it's like just, it's raunchy, like superheroes banging in the air, flying. <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah, that's a good way to just put a bow on it. Fantastic. It is a great way to put a bow on it. We appreciate all you rocking with us. Like I said, if you're new to the channel and you have not hit us with that sub yet, please be sure to do so. You can join the Discord for free. You can find that link in the other videos. I don't think I have it in this description just yet. Absolutely free. Talking bets, dynasty, redraft, all that stuff. Jump in there, hang out with us. We'll have more props coming to you as soon as they are released. This has been TFA Prop Talk. So good to be with you guys. See you soon. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.